Hey guys, it's Sammy and Nick with Operation Texas Veterans. We're so happy you guys are here. Today we are going to be rehashing what happened over the holidays, as well as having a special guest, Timothy Christensen with Cross Country Mortgage. He's going to go over his history as well as some really good questions, because he kept saying that, really good questions about mortgage and then how I can expand on my position as a realtor. And we do have some really big news for Nick as well. So let's get right into it. So let's start with, I think we should start with um, their biggest thing that happened before the holidays when we bought our new car. Oh yeah, I bought a 2023 Dodge Durango. Yeah. What color is it? Destroyer gray. <laughs> and the reason why he's laughing is why? Why is Destroyer the fact that you laugh that it's Destroyer? Well, I was on the Destroyer and it's not even close to Destroyer gray. <laughs> that, that makes sense. I didn't, I, I didn't correlate that part. Yeah, it's not even close. <laughs> Does it need to be lighter or darker? It's too green. It's too green. <laughs> Maybe ships aren't green, they're gray. But yeah. Yeah. Um What so when we bought our car, what Oh please make yourself at home, Baba. Because we're not in the middle of a podcast or anything. You good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bruce. Always sniffing the butts, dude. Or are you going to keep waiting? Yeah, this is hilarious. This is great content. You happy now, buddy? You good? You happy? (laughs) You good? What? Well, I didn't do nothing. Those big gray ears. And we're back. Okay, back to the car. When we were buying our car, Dodge did something special. Hmm? What? How? Financing. Oh, yeah, they changed. So they used to only have it where it was, what, active duty? Or, like, I think in the first 90 days? I think so. I don't know. I think that's what it, I don't remember exactly. I know it's something like that. It wasn't really available to veterans. It was more active duty only. And uh, apparently they changed it. It's open to anybody, uh, veterans with an honorable discharge. Yes. Anything other than dishonorable, essentially, you can get it. I think is what it said. And what is it? I think it's five hundred dollars cash, five hundred dollars off the purchase. Okay. Um, uh, which doesn't sound like much, but it'll help out a little bit, you know, especially with that monthly payment. Yes. Anything. 
and spreading pennies far and few in between. And now we bought our car not because we needed a new car, but because we needed a bigger car. Yes, because we couldn't all fit in the truck, and I got tired of driving two trucks around. So we sold the blue truck for a good amount, and we're able to hit the Durango in our budget. Yes. Now that the Leafs embarrassed themselves for the second night in a row, we can move on with our lives. Um, and our our dealership is Hel- Healthman Dodge Ram Chrysler Dodge, Dodge Jeep, Jeep Chrysler, Chrysler Ram. Ram Dodge Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Fiat. Oh, I forgot about Fiat. Damn it! It ends with Fiat. Um, Healthman Healthman Dodge. Google that; it'll get you there. Off of I ten and six ten. Great shop. Great people. Absolutely love working with them. Uh, and our sales guy is Matt. And now our service guy is also named Matt. Two different Matts, though. Absolutely highly recommend them. They're the only people that we will go and see and talk with. Don't really want to talk to anybody else. Because we know the stereotype of car salesmen. And it's rough. But these two gentlemen are anything but that. So, highly recommend them. Always going to give them a shout out because they've always taken good care of us. Anything to add to that? No. Um, shoot. What was... What was oh, uh, Home Depot. So, how would you say that the holidays were for us? Like, for... Hectic. Hectic, loud... It's, your life is loud. Deal with it. I know it's just loud. <laughs> uh, I like that. That's the definition of having kids. It's loud, and it was. It was very peaceful to go outside, <laughs> but it was nice having the kids there, um, cousins and everything. Because it, I mean, I'm bitching about it now. Them being loud and are not always going to be loud. So sad. But you're annoying. Shut up! You're I'm annoying. a mom. You're annoying. I don't even know if it's. Is it really getting me? Because no, because you have it pulled right in front of you, angled right at your face, so it wasn't picking me up at all. It wasn't picking you up at all. I don't think so. Not much. We'll find out. It was. It was picking me up. See, like it picks me up. See, it's just I'll be a little bit quieter. Oh, we'll figure it out on the editing end. I pushed it in front of us. In your, how is it over here in front it, of us? I thought it was in front of us. This is in the middle of us right here. Okay. It just looks like it's on me because the camera angle. Okay. Yeah. Duh. Um. Yes, I was bitching about kids being loud. And they're under five, so of course they're going to be loud. So, it was... Why? Why? I'm not starting the whys. I was just kidding. Oh. Uh, but holidays were, were good. Um, did we... Did we reach out to any veterans? 
Maybe make a difference with this holiday break. I'm tired. I don't know. I don't think we did. I don't think so. And that's bad on us, but we need to. But we're still we're working. Yes. And have no income, so. Right. We're working on it. We can only grow, go from ground zero to go up. So, <sighs> and if this is a way that we are making a difference in a veteran's life, then we did do something over the holiday. Maybe. I hope we did. And we'd like your input, of course. Um, what's it called? What, what new, oh, um, didn't your pay as a veteran go up? Yeah, a little bit. How much is a little bit? Like 40 bucks, I think. Okay. Like a little bit. <laughs> I, I'm just covering all the bases. Yeah. Thinking all the way back. Yeah. Um. What in just what was it last weekend? No, a couple of weekends ago. We the first weekend of January. There, we'll go with that. First weekend of January, we headed off to Home Depot. So the kids could build a delivery truck. Oh, yeah, the trucks. Yes. Uh, they had a blast. Now, don't get me wrong. They had an absolute blast. Hopefully, we can maybe have, like, a little picture of what they were doing, like, right here, maybe. Maybe. No, oh, yeah, I can I can do that. Cool. So we'll have a little right picture here. of what they did. Right here? Thanks. Right here? Yeah. Right here? Um. And... Afterwards, we went into Home Depot to find... Wash our hands. We'll wash our hands. Because they we... were covered in paint. Oh, man. Again, giving a almost four-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old paint. And then we went to go look for dowels. For a closet extension because the kids need more. Too much fucking clothes. Well, look at their size of their closets. Like, it's big for an average person, but there's two as well as the... There's not enough dowels in the closet, so we're adding two more. Mm. Um, And we ran into... uh, Was he a CB? I think so. I think he was. A CB um, that unfortunately had a really rough time when buying his house. Uh, yeah. And luckily, we were able to hand him out my card, uh, letting him know that we are well-versed in the VA loan and buying a house with veteran benefits and whatnot, so he doesn't feel, what would the word be, dismissed by his service? And I think that's a good... Yeah. I mean, like, he got screwed. It's the cat box. Cool. Thank you. Um, and I think that's a good segue into my dad. Kevin. Yeah. Home. Yeah. Um, so I'll give Yeah, that's a, perfect. Right. It's a <laughs> perfect segue. Um, so I will give a little bit of back history. Uh so Timothy Christensen is my dad. He's been in the industry for thirty eight plus years, and we're gonna go over that. 
It is like that's impressive for somebody to have the same profession for 38 years and still love it every day. I haven't heard of it anywhere else. Right. Else in my family. (laughs) It's not it's not easy to come by and somebody that absolutely loves what he does still still through every market change that you could possibly think of. This last one was a little crazy, a little different than what it's used to be. But in all in all, it's kind of the same as all the other ones. So we'll get right into it. Um, Now introducing. I am Timothy Christensen, mortgage loan officer with Cross Country Mortgage. And how long have you been doing loan officing? Since uh, Moby Dick was a guppy. 1986 is when I got into the business. Haven't left at all. (laughs) Long time? Yes, very long time. And what would you say would be your reason for staying in the business? It's all I know. It's I'm really good at it. I couldn't do anything else. And actually, of course, it really boils down to the passion that I have to help people uh, achieve the American dream of home ownership the right way. And uh, that's why I've been able to last throughout many different markets and uh, with many different uh, styles of lending that have come and gone. I, I just love what I do. Just love helping folks. Uh, I just given you the, what I'm doing and why I'm doing. And you said, you had said that I already got the why in there, but I can, I can say more yeah. whys. The yeah. why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... I pointed like you didn't just hear him. <laughs> it's right there (laughs) um but how did you get into the industry like what what direction what eye-opening opportunity was like okay this is why i should go into this or i'm just taking a chance and shooting shit that's an excellent question the um the short story is my dad um 20 years old, and my father says, get a job, get a real job. And uh, he knew that I was in the, in the numbers, a real nerd for that. And uh, he knew I loved money. And he said, well, why don't you go do loans? Because at that time, the economy was starting to boom again. There were a lot of, uh, we were moving from interest rates that were 14, 15, 16, 17%, moving down to 12 and 11 and 10 and uh, there was a boom in refinances going on. So I got onto that fast track and got into lending with a savings and loan. Those are no longer around. And uh, I liked it. Actually, then I, I loved it. But that's just, uh, that's how I got into it. And why I stay in it is, again, I'm good at it and I enjoy doing it. So can't beat it. Is there a difference? Um, another sort of industry that you have looked at that you would want to invest in or just sticking with the whole real estate ideal? Uh, the passion's always in real estate because it's the, uh, again, it's it's the biggest investment most people make. Uh, it's a growing, it's all, always going to be a positive. Uh, you need a roof over your head at all times. Um, but as far as another industry, being a stats nerd, I was always interested in being a statistician when it comes to uh, sports and the different sports channels. So I 
was always thinking, maybe I'll send my uh, resume over there. But since I didn't have a degree in numbers, I just got into this. And I, the School of Hard Knocks has taught me everything I need to know about the economy and, uh, and home loans. And since you got in before the crash in 08, what changes did you see from when you started to 08 that created the 08 crash? Well, uh, luckily for me, if you want to call it lucky, there were there were crashes before that. And that, of course, taught me that uh, we will always survive strange things like this. Um, the first crash came when we had a, a little bit of an employment situation change throughout the, uh, the country uh, in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, and then I watched as home prices went down and then started going up again. And I learned from that on how that the real estate market's always going to come back. If you look at a, any 10-year span, mm -hmm. interest uh, not interest rates, uh, property values are going to be higher than the 10 years before. That's a 10-year plan. Now, of course, we've been going straight up uh, for a long time, but um, nothing really prepared me for what happened in 2008. Uh, I was with one of the two major um, troublemakers of that time, and I did watch how that happened, and boy, was it a learning experience. We got swallowed up by a big bank, and I became a different kind of lender where I was working with all the foreclosed properties that we had, and but it was fun. It was a new experience, and just seeing again how how stupid people can be. It's, mm. uh, it, mm. it was quite amazing. But um, I, personally, I wish I had money at the time to invest in more real estate because I would have bought it all up yeah. <laughs> like a lot of people had done. But uh, we'll never see 2008 again. I can guarantee that. Right. And that and why is that coming from a lender stand? Because uh, the industry and the government won't allow us to do what we were doing. We were basically just lending to everybody. You had a pulse, you got a loan. If you could breathe on a mirror, you got a loan. And sometimes I'm sure if you're dead, you still got a loan. Because um, <laughs> we were just playing the numbers and wanting, is after 9-11, of course, the um, 2001, where we were doing things eh, just to make everybody happy and keep the economy going. And, and then it got out of hand. Now, of course, lenders have paid the price uh, during that time period and we're not lending to everybody even though we do our best to do so but we but if you don't have a job and you have terrible credit and uh you're not going to get a loan um especially the part about not having a job right. we uh we've got to the point where there is a certain criteria that every loan that we close must meet in order to continue and we're not doing we're doing zero down loans, but in a different way. We're doing loans for poor credit, but a different way. And we're not doing loans with people just telling us a story and not having anything to back it up. We're backing up everything we're doing. Verify. Verify, Verify. absolutely. And we're not doing those stupid loans that we were doing. I mean, these are loans that will not come back. They caused the crash in the late 80s, and then they did it again, and we'll never see those loans again. They're terrible loans. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Like and like the TV shows when they get all dressed up, suit and tie to go talk to their lender at the bank, 
we don't have that problem now. No, you don't have to dress to impress. You can. It's not going to change anything. It's what's what's on paper and what we can verify is all that really matters. So you can you can be wearing your pajamas and you'll get a loan as long as you're you can pay it back. Uh, you got something invested in it and you pay your other bills. And do you think that the fact that what sixty percent of homeowners have a large amount of equity into their home or outright own their home. Do you think that has a difference that goes into um, the market crashing or not in the upcoming years? Great question. A hundred percent. You know, because we were lending 100% or 125% of the value of a house uh, at that time, uh, people did not have that kind of equity even though we saw prices just continue to go up, everybody just kept bidding and bidding and bidding, going higher. And then uh, they realized that they had no skin in the game. They, why keep why keep paying on an asset that's falling? Um, so they got out. Now with people with tons of equity, the average equity in a home is 57%. Uh, nobody's going to walk away from that. Right. And, you know, they can sell it. And, but they're going to use that money to buy something else and still have a nice chunk of equity rather than going in, leveraging everything and not putting a down payment in there. And, and what are your predictions for 2024? <laughs> You'd asked me the same thing last year and then you revisited it. You go, man, you were wrong. Um, <laughs> so was Buffini. <laughs> a lot of people are wrong on a lot of different topics. Yes. Absolutely. Now, Everything that I see points to a much better uh, real estate market in 2024 because interest rates are on the way down. We didn't have that pivot point in 2023 when everybody said interest rates will be lower. We didn't have a pivot point, but we had one most recently. And the Fed has said uh, they're now going to move towards lowering interest rates. Well, basically, they've said we're not going to hike anymore. And that was the key. Uh, so the next step after not hiking anymore okay. means lower interest rates. And what that will do, that will spur the people who have all that equity uh, in their homes, but they have that real low mortgage, two or three percent. Mm -hmm. See interest rates maybe in the fives, and they're gonna say, I I could do that because people change, lives change, yeah. Uh, divorces happen, weddings happen, babies happen. Uh, people gotta move, and there's a pent-up demand to get the heck out of where they're staying right now. And that's going to happen uh, 2024, 2025. Um, Why did that pro come? Yeah, because apparently you have to have pro to have more time on Zoom meetings. It's going to cut us off in nine minutes because I don't have Zoom pro. Oh, I see. Okay. I don't know why, though. Huh. We Since can always revisit it. When? The original thing, the original invite was a, a Google Meet. Do you know how to do that? Can you do it's Google Meet? Because I could just switch I, it over to Google. I clicked it. <laughs> All right, let me let, let me keep you on here at least, and I'll have you for nine minutes. Okay. I can try and get it on Google. Is it full screen? Is it full screen? Put you here for a minute. Actually, let me go back over there.
going to end the Zoom meeting. Do you still okay. have that link available? Yeah. Click on it. It might not because he's in a Zoom meeting. Yeah, we might have to close Zoom in order for it to work. Okay. I'll wait. Okay. Try and join off of that Google Meet link that you have. Okay. Fucking garbage Zoom. People outside the house are demanding an immediate turn to the office of executives. <sighs> oh. How do I get that to him? Can I text it to you or send it to you and you send it to him? Well, can What's up? Minus it. Close meeting details. Um, go down to the people. Search for people. T. Christensen. No. That's fucking annoying. It's because it's not my meeting. It's your meeting. You set it up. Oh. Uh... Tells me he's not going to be able to. Yeah. You have your phone at There he is. There he goes. Alright. There. Try this again! <laughs> no. Oh, now you can hear us good? Good. Zoom sucks. Ah. Okay, now. Full screen it? Yes. Minimize? Yeah. Cool. It's fine. It's not that big. <laughs> nah. Just trying to see uh, anything change layout. I have no idea. 
I think this is the most we can get. That's fine. I think it, it still looks yeah, okay it still over there. Looks good. So. Good. Oh, I need to change. Audio. Yep. For good. Boom. Talk. I am talking. Can you hear me? Yes. Good to go. We are back on track. Luckily, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> we can. Stupid Zoom. Things. Yeah. Sit here and there. No, we don't have to yell. Oh. Nope. Yeah, just talk normal. Okay. Um, what issues have you run into when dealing with VA loans? VA loans, uh, best loan in the world. Uh, no down, uh, no mortgage insurance. Fantastic. What issues? Um, none. Most recently, in the in the past, there were loan amount limits, loan limits, uh, so you couldn't use so much. Um, and qualifying was a little tighter. You had to have really, really, really good credit way back when. But uh, all that has become null and void. Um, honestly, uh, gosh, I, I just love the loans. So I have no issues with VA loans whatsoever. That's good. That's Yeah, that's yeah. good to know. What's the new loan limit for VA? Because I know that we upped it last year. It has been increased and there's also there's with VA if you do have a down payment the loan amount could be bigger it's uh, it's it's tough to really tell you what a limit is I have seen back before we were doing million dollar loans I saw a VA loan uh, for a million dollars so I know that they it's all dependent on down payment equity and so on some calculations there so we've got we've got room bottom line is we've got room uh, to use for most loans. And for any reason, if a veteran or active duty service member doesn't qualify, what would make a service member or a veteran not qualify for a VA loan? Well, uh, on a normal basis, of course, if they don't have sufficient income to qualify, that'll boot them out. Um, credit scores, let's say below 580, uh, can be a hindrance in getting a VA loan. Um, but generally, of course, if we've got um, a dishonorable discharge, that's going to take the benefits well, away. So yeah. Yeah. they'll know if they've got VA benefits, they, they can get a loan. If okay. they don't have VA benefits, no loan. <laughs> as long as they have the income and all that stuff to, exactly. to support it. Okay. Right. So as far as the, you know, if they have the benefit, there's no... The disqualifications would all be normal loan disqualifications. Correct. Just as if it was FHA or conventional financing uh, denial. Right. And what sort of uh, snags do you see in FHA and conventional lately? Uh, snags. You know, we we work to get those snags out of the way beforehand. Right. Um, I have not seen any appraisal issues, but I know that there's got to be some somewhere. Uh, if a property is not um, livable, so to speak, or you know, if there's safety hazards within a house, that's going to keep us, uh, if an appraisal is required. I'm doing loans now with 20% uh, down, and I'm getting calls for no need for an appraisal. So we're able to bypass those scenarios on conventional loans. FHA will always need an appraisal. Okay. 
And going back to uh, also what snags, it's getting the appraiser out to see the property. That That's a delay. I wouldn't call it a snag, but that's can be the longest time period in between from the time we start to getting that appraisal. That's sometimes that would be the snag, the biggest snag that I see out there. Um, and of course, the loan limits. Um, but they're so high right now. I, I when I started, of course, they were about a hundred thousand dollars. So anything, anything higher than I that, I could buy a lot back then, though. Yeah. <laughs> I could buy a lot. That is for sure. That is for sure. Yeah. But uh, interest rates are better traditionally when with the VA or FHA financing. They're a little bit more lenient when it comes to uh, credit scores. So the snags on conventional loans would be simply if your credit score is not in the higher tier, then you might have to pay more in an interest rate. So we may want to look at FHA for that. Okay. Um, what sort of guidelines would you advise a veteran or service member when they go to apply for a VA loan or see if they do qualify? Um, not really understanding the market, they don't really get what to do and but they want to own a home what sort of guidelines would you advise for them great question and that's something that's one of the reasons why i love what i do is i take a personal interest in their lives i'm not a i'm not a uh, quantity kind of quite a kind of loan officer i'm a more quality quality loan officer where i want to sit down with them and make sure that they know exactly what they're getting into because as homeowners like yourself will know there's always something that needs to be done around the house. So you don't want to stretch yourself too far out there because there's going to be an expense somewhere down the line. And of course, with the insurance and taxes going up, things uh, things can get quite expensive. So I like to sit down, work out a budget, discuss the scenario, get a comfort level monthly payment, see what they're used to paying uh, if they're paying rent uh, so we can compare that to the house payment. If somebody's paying $500 for rent. Now they're going to go to a $2,000 house payment. I want to make sure that they know that. Uh, but during the process, during the process, it's uh, all about not doing anything. Don't make any changes. Live a completely vanilla life. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, little microwave popcorn. Don't go out to eat. Don't buy a new car. Don't spend all your money. That kind of thing like that. And please pay your bills on time during escrow. Yes. <laughs> That's most important. Oh, escrow. Yeah. Don't do anything. The escrow period, yeah. Like as little spending right. as possible during escrow. I remember we couldn't do anything either. Yes. Yeah. When we were when we were going through the whole process. It was like two years that we were talking to Tim. Yeah. And, That's right. Yeah. I'm like the crossing guard. Got the whistle and the stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's it? Do you know what you have to have in a house when you go to buy a house with the VA loan? Like. Um, do they still have to have a working stovetop in order for that house to qualify for the VA loan? For the VA appraiser, right? Like yes. Right, exactly. And just think health and safety. Uh, if there's no stove, that means there's some uh, pipes or gas nozzles that are sticking out. That's a no-no. That we can't do. Um, VA uh, will want to, they won't want to see any cracks in the slab, especially if you don't have a tiling or, or flooring, they're going to see the slab no. like that. So that's uh, really, it's just boiled down to it. If you walk into a house and you're looking at it and saying, oh, this is a lot of work to do, VA is not going to like it. Or this is not safe. Like electrical panels would 
Yeah. Yeah. You know your electrical stuff. That's uh, outlets, sport outlets, those kind of things. They would probably tell you to replace, or you can't get it. Very, very possible. Again, it's health and safety. If that, if, if you're going to cause a fire with that electric box, that's a problem. Um, you can still buy it, but you'll be, it'll have to be replaced prior to, and you can't do it. The veteran can't do it because you don't own the home yet, and the seller probably doesn't want to do it. Right. So that's that's a juggling kind of thing there. Makes sense. So. What have you seen on inspection reports that has delayed loans? uh the biggest things that i've seen roofs uh when they go up there they again it's, it's going to depend more on the uh the inspector and so on which i i prefer that they be as nitpicky as possible just to protect the buyer uh roofs leaks um stained ceilings even if it's been repaired i always say if it's been repaired please paint it please repair it don't i don't want to see that brown stain up on the ceiling because uh, then we have to go out and get a certification on the roof to make sure it's not leaking. Um, and of course, uh, bugs, termites, all those wonderful things can come into play too. And if they're chewing up uh, the outside of the house, it's not necessarily a good thing. Um, in the old days, we used to say that the termites actually held the house up and they all just stood around holding hands. And if you, if you, if you really poke around in there, then they're all going to stop holding hands and the home's going to fall down. Hey, there's no touch of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, it, it's roofs, leaks, anything like that, because they're also insurance companies are huge on that too. So uh, that's what I've seen. Can I have my notebook back, no. please? Thank you. Fine. <laughs> now into your personal business what is your time blocking like do you time <laughs> block or do you just go with okay i need to get this stuff done today and if i get it done i get it done i'll get things done if i say i'm going to get things done it's going to be done my time blocking is not the greatest i should be a better time manager that's one of the things oh, i'll sure. yeah do better this year oh, um sure. but i i take pride in responding to phone calls or emails or texts and make sure that everything gets done um if it's a little late i'll probably pop in there and say i'll get i'll get back to you trust me i'm gonna i'll get you that answer um but yeah i can be a I, i'm a perfectionist and i like to do things myself so there can be times when if i'm working on a loan i'm gonna be tied up for a good 30 45 minutes before i can get back to folks but i will always always get back to folks so you make the emails and phone calls and texts a priority over um, a lot of different things, such as like driving. <laughs> yeah, um, I would say I do block out time to do what we call prospecting, where I'm going to meet real estate agents and uh, connecting with them, whether by phone, face to face or by email making those appointments and getting to know them. Plus, of course, just uh, reaching out to past customers and being knowing, making sure that they know that I'm, I'm out there for them to help them. I will always spend time like that um, for the clients, but most of the time, yeah, a priority, make sure that all the work gets done that needs to get done and all responses uh, are made. I feel bad if, I, if, I, if I'm late by an hour, but I'll, I'll get back to it for sure. What would you say that your lead generation is like? Uh, being an old, 
old loan officer. It was a 38 years coming up in June, June 10th, but uh, nobody's counting. Um, my lead generation is mainly done through my past customers. So I talk with them on a consistent basis, especially ones that I like the most, um, because they'll refer family, friends, um, and of course they'll make their own changes. Uh, there have been some customers of mine that I've helped buy five, six, seven homes over this time period. It's, it's great. I love the, the loyalty and the trust. Um, other lead generation is uh, speaking directly with realtors and gaining their uh, trust uh, and loyalty by doing the right thing, doing the job right, turning their calls. A lot of them just want your, their calls returned. Okay, that's pretty simple. I can do that. Mm -hmm. um, and I also uh, do a little bit of uh, internet advertising through Zillow and other uh, places where uh, if uh, folks want some information, I'm going to get a little little pop up and I'll reach out to them and see if I can help out. Okay. And on the being, being an old uh, older into the gener into the industry, there we go. Words are not there. Yeah. Um, what would you advise me to do in the sense of lead generation? What have you seen work for your agents that you work with? Uh, you, it comes down to networking. The more people you know, the more opportunities you'll have. And the more people that you know that know you, know, like, and trust you, uh, the more generation of leads you'll get. Cold leads, I've never liked that. Cold calls, I've never liked. Ooh. Nothing is better than getting a warm handoff from a friend, uh, an associate, uh, a past customer, um, and then that's just do your best job you possibly can for them, and it actually will just start happening over and over and over. You got to be on your toes, but it happens. It's the best way. We got to get one first. Well, if if we could get one of we our get one friends, and then they'll keep coming. They keep yeah. talking. See? But fun. also the networking. Go out and uh, talk to uh, the locals. Um, join groups that you can just meet folks and you'll build you'll build rapport with one or two and that's all you need to get started yes if they would stop being so darn well if you let me buy morning. a car and i can build a car and then we have all of the reasons to go just go with, with tony. tony with his new car with, that's not mine well you just bought a new car you should have no. a relationship with the person you bought the old car i know i'm talking about the new car mm. It's not impressive. Yeah, but it, uh, it's a mom car. Oh yeah, a, the car's fine. It's a dad car. The person car. who sold you the car, you they you you gave them business, so oh there's, yeah, there's some reciprocation coming back. Yes, and we're about there. since we're on the podcast, I will follow up with you on that information because he's a potential client for both of us. Yes, actually, yeah, he just renewed his rent, but that's okay. Yes. That is the most that we can go into on the podcast. Yeah, that's why I said it's yeah. um, What is your follow-up process like if you get like a warm lead from a friend? Um, I will, I, I cap it at three. I will reach out to uh, the referral if it's not, you know, if I haven't met them already. I'll reach out by phone, by text, by email up to three times. And if, you know, if they're not going to, get back to me then 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 they're seriously not interested and then i know that when the time does come they'll be ready um 
but I'm, I can be a bulldog when it comes to follow-up. If people have asked me questions, I make sure that I get the answer that I'm probably going to follow up and say, make sure you got that they got the answer so that the, I can generate more questions that way. I want to be front and center in, in their minds for that, but uh, I, I will limit to it. That also makes sure they like you're checking to make sure they understood the answer kind of makes them go, oh he really cares yeah exactly because uh, lenders can speak a different language for sure and i put it in as plain a language as possible I, when i started in the business i wanted to treat all the customers like my folks i wanted my folks always to be taken care of and then as i got older I, all my customers became, became brothers and sisters so i wanted them treated right now of course they're my kids and my grandkids and uh, i treat them as I would want to be treated and make sure that they get treated well. So uh, how many, so uh, let's go with a, a cold lead that you got from Zillow, because like they're not the warmest of, of leads. Yeah. How many touches do you do? Uh, in the first, there will be at least one a day, sometimes twice in the first day. Um, but I'll touch, reach out without a response. I'll go five times, um, basically more in the first two days and then a week later. And if they simply are not interested, that's okay. I won't bug them anymore. Um, but that's about, you got to cap it because I've got other clients that I've got to work for and I don't want to spend time on something that's, uh, that's, they're simply not interested. So I'll move on. Okay. I need to go through my database. Um, I have a question yes. in Brainworks. Besides the ease of the VA loan, why do you like working with veterans? I can't really say that they're any different than uh, any other client, but, you know, deep down there's that one thing they've done that nobody else has done, and that's sacrificed for uh, the good of the people. And, you know, they, they put their, I didn't do it. So they're ahead of me and they're taking care of other folks. So I really want to kind of be better than anybody else for them. Um, it, it's hard to say. I'm, I don't want to say that I treat other customers poorly. I don't. But right, uh, right. for the veteran, it's, uh, they've made a certain sacrifice. And I think uh, I need to go to the ends of the earth to make sure that they're taken care of. Have you ever dealt with a, a VA assumption loan? I have helped people through VA assumptions because assumptions, of course, they're, uh, they're an existing loan that is sitting out there with some lender. And if it's not me, it's not my co the company I'm working for, then I really can't help much. But I take a, an approach to where, hey, if you've got questions, and you're not sure what the answers are from the other people that you're talking to because they're they're just nothing against them but they're numbers people they're not sales folks and they're caring as much i want to make sure that they get their answers properly relayed to them because they'll be in different language and they i don't know what this person says but i'm afraid to ask again feel free to ask me and i i'd like to walk people through it and tell them the ins and outs of what they're getting if they have the paperwork to look at let me take a look at it to see if there's a uh, something bad that's going to happen to them in a year or two um with the loan that they're assuming i don't know what a va assumption is i just had a class on it it's isn't it where um 
essentially if we wanted to market our house as a VA assumption loan that somebody literally just goes, okay, I will take that. And it's, it could be a civilian in a sense. Yes. And it's just wiped off your hands and where you can go and get a new VA loan, but walk away from the current situation. Is it not? Yeah. You lose the house too, right? I mean, yeah, you'd be selling your house and essentially selling your loan. Right. And in, in a situation like yours, um, and where you might find a positive and a negative is that you've got a great interest rate on your loan right now, but how much is your loan compared to what your home value is? Because that person that's coming in will have to come up with that big chunk of your equity in there to assume and take over your loan. That'd be a great opportunity for them because that interest rate's so low, but if they don't have the money, then they're going to have to get lend some other kind of financing. So a second mortgage would have to go on it. Mm -hmm. Might not be so great. But the benefit, of course, is that if you have that lower interest rate, you can market your home and you'll have a home that's more desirable. desirable, Great word. And uh, for a potential buyer, when interest rates are in the sixes and they can get something in the twos and threes, uh, they're going to jump over that. But they, but all they're getting is that loan that's existing there. So the equity is, it can be. Still has to come up from there. So the loan would come out of my name, go into their name, but then they would still have to come up with my equity. Correct. Makes sense. Yeah. And that's why it's a big thing following this whole surge of 2020 COVID BS. I just never heard it. I haven't heard it yet. I'm still in school. That's where my class was. So I was like, oh, that's cool. And it was, I was just very confused with it most of it because i was like okay well what's the definition first like they kind of just went into how to market va assumptions and i'm like okay what well, is yeah, the benefit like of this and did, what's the process you started talking to him about it and i'm like wait a minute i don't know what that means <laughs> well you know if you really want to get it get down to it when a person buys a home, they're really going to be looking at that monthly payment. How much mm-hmm. is it going to cost me? Oh, yeah. So if you've got a low interest rate, first mortgage on it, then the value of your home is actually higher when they buy it. So they're more apt to pay higher for you. So it's great for the seller because you're going to get more um, money out of it, so to speak, because the payment's still going to be lower than if they bought your home, got a regular loan at 6% right. and put 2% down, it's going to be much their, more high. Their, buyer, their buying power would be lower. Right. Right. Yes. If they wanted the same monthly payment, they wouldn't be able to buy as much. Exactly. And that's why uh, it's great to have that interest rate. But again, it was when the loan amount was smaller. Can they come up with the down payment? That's it. Yeah. Yeah, because ours is... Ours is great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's doing good. Ours is great. Um, builders, new build since we are in Houston, (laughs) new build and the builders are the ones that kind of push the inventory either up or down. How do you work alongside that? That's a tough one. Um, because builders will have their own, they typically will have their own mortgage company. And then on top of that, they will incentivize the buyer to go with their mortgage company by giving them 
$10,000, $5,000 in upgrades or uh, closing cost coverage. If you use their lender, you don't get it if you don't use their lender. So right. it's it's a cooperative kind of plan that will probably keep me out uh, most of the time, 95% of the time. Otherwise, um, you know, if they simply don't like the lender or that lender happens to be offering them terms that um, not as attractive as what I have, or they don't have products that I can, uh, that I have, that they that the buyer must have, then that's where I can come in on it. But um, competing with the builder's lender on a builder property, that's, that's tough. It's been tough. I, hey, there's plenty of loans out there for everybody. It's okay. I'll let them have that one. And I'll work with the resale one. But builders are few and far between unfortunately for me yeah does cross country right it's cross country no yeah it's cross yeah. country my brain is going to all the different companies for some it's reason it's, but it's yeah it's cross country um yeah. do they have any con contracts with any builders throughout the united states and there's that's a great question and i should have brought that up earlier as well yes cross country does However, they are protected. So the loan officers for cross country that have negotiated to get that builder contract, they're going to be their in-house lender, but they got to be used that loan officer. Now, I'd much rather have a buyer go to cross country than anywhere else, whether it's me or not is okay with me. So if there's a customer that I'm working with, for, with you and they see a new build, they want to get it and it's cross country, I'm just going to hand it on over to them. Oh, no questions asked. What builders do you know? The the uh, list is constantly changing, and I can okay. pull it up and see which ones we've got. I, I should have done that before for sure, but I'll I'll get that for you. Okay, awesome. Okay. Uh, just because I know that, um, like across the street, brand yeah. new. And this everything. is really good for us to know. Um, yes. Going into what we're doing, because at least it would be. <laughs> It, would it essentially be a referral then you've already done up all the paperwork and hey here you go and would you get a referral fee out of that would you negotiate that i probably wouldn't uh and i don't know if that's the proper way of saying it but i'm not going to be looking for it because that loan officer I, I believe in the law of reciprocation it's just it's going to come back to me anyway um i because i've worked with builder loan officers who have been kind enough to send a resale client back to me because I've sent my, uh, my client to the new build. So it's, it, I'd much rather do it that way. Okay. I, um, with across the street, uh, we have village builders, which is a sub company of Lennar, um, the builder that built rocking Carol's house. Right. Um, <laughs> Perry homes, Weston homes, Citerel, uh, S-I-T-T-E-R-L-E. So I don't really know exactly how to pronounce that one. Um, and David Weekly is in the Grand Prairie. Okay. They are monstrous homes. Very massive looking. And they have like the really steep roofs. Like compared to ours, we are like big old targets for hail while their houses are like yeah, yeah. No we have issues. way more surface area. Yeah. Um, Stuff then, will slide off a lot faster. Yeah. It, it, the, yeah, yeah, the angle will just make it go pink instead of yeah. bonk. <laughs> um, 
Coventry just started selling um, Jubilee, which is the neighborhood that's going, that's attaching to us directly, not by the across freeway, the street. By the freeway. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, yeah. In the field between us and the freeway is where it is. So they're building between us and the freeway, and then, so we'll be able to just go out of our neighborhood that way, through okay. that neighborhood to the freeway. Okay. <laughs> and eventually, we should be able to go through Grand Prairie to go to the gas station. Which is another part of the freeway. Yeah. <laughs> just down, like, what, like two miles? So they're, they're taking our main interest and just bringing them both back to the freeway. But you're, so you're losing the field with all the cows? Whether there's no, cows. Uh, well, as of now, there's no plans for that yet. Okay. Because no. the cows are still there. Yeah, and they're that's probably stage one or two, not one or two, two or three of Jubilee, because that's being developed by Johnson Development Company. Okay. Um and they they take their sweet time, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> I like my cows during the winter months. Yeah. Um and they like to have things like perfect before they start even like oh. building the model homes abby loves yeah. those cows gotta and, keep their reputation yeah yeah they are big on their reputation they have i don't even know how many active developments going on in the greater houston area they're massive um but the development company that's across the street it they just transferred it concourse transferred it over to ember which is a newer company company and which is why their website took forever and a half for them to develop where it was actually working it was not very consumer friendly so that it's different for sure those two neighborhoods yeah and then our itty bitty homes in our itty bitty neighborhood out in the bumfuck joke. Yeah, but they're not worth the itty bitty amount of money and they're they're constantly going up still so i mean yes. our house is Close around the green. same price range that they're selling those ones at yes so, especially right. village builders yeah um. but you I mean like comparison from our house to the ones they're selling across the street it's about the same price range mm -hmm. which is so, what i, I mean, was telling everybody in the neighborhood i'm not upset and then we don't have the property taxes so yeah. Uh, so yeah. you know the more value for us just for us is just more equity i don't have that monthly payment increase every time our home goes up yeah um what advice do you have for nick since he's just going through real estate school to get his license best advice be a sponge and ask every question you possibly can uh, don't think that there's any dumb questions because there aren't any the dumb questions are the ones you don't ask, as they say. Um, and if, if you're good at taking notes, take notes. I'm I'm a pay, pen and paper kind of guy, so I, I, I always put notes down um, so I can refer back to them. Um, but yeah, just be and be open to opportunities. Um, if you find a good, trustworthy mentor, uh, follow what they say. If they suggest you do something, you go, really, that's going to be good? Go for it. But if they're not trustworthy... And they're playing jokes well, on you. <laughs> Makes sense. Like our meeting yesterday, like, ignore, take, take what she was saying with a grain of salt, but she's advising us to go and talk with 
Kristen Mann and Todd. Um, that's the Scott properties. So I need yeah, but to schedule you a said you had already done that. I the only ones that I haven't talked to were um, the Scotts. I have not talked to them, but I've talked to all of the other couples in the office. Um, Kristen Mann is the OP in the office, operating principal. Yeah. Um, and her husband works alongside her as well as her best friend. They have the man group properties, but their dynamic with how they work is so much more different than ours and how we just automatically operate. Okay. Um, the only couple that I don't know how they operate in the office it, are the Scots. I don't know how they offer, operate. But they are also a little bit more on the bougie side. So, okay. I definitely, you got to mirror successful people. Yeah. You can't go wrong with doing that. So if it's a change to what you're doing, then I would advise that. That would be a, a good or way to do it. Eventually take a little bit of theirs and a little bit of theirs and a little mm-hmm. bit of theirs and come up with our own and see if it works, yeah. you know? Right. I I think that we do cro- cro- closely resemble the Montgomery's. They're just on the older generation as well as younger in their relationship. Uh, they met when she was the OP in the office. Okay. So once she came off of the OP status, is my, my understanding is when she came off of that status, then they actually got together as a couple. So she was, no, she said that they were, she was his boss at one point Okay. when they were dating. So, but they've been married for like five years now. Okay. But they are on an older generation plus older real estate generation. So they've been in the business longer before they got together. So that. Our situation is also really different. Yeah. And Mary was saying that yesterday because like she was saying like most times when somebody comes on, somebody new adds to a team, the team goes to that person. They have all the transactions going through that one person since KW sees couples as one. Right. And but uh, we were explaining like, okay, but the BAL then takeaway is disability. Not necessarily, not necessarily, but it would cause questions. The more money I make, the more money we claim as taxes in my name, the more chances they're going to go, hey, wait a minute, what are you doing? That's why you need a small corporation. So what we're going to do is just put it all in her name. If we add any more people, then I can see us opening up an LLC. Well, it really just depends on the income. If we get enough income and our CPA decides or recommends it, we're going to do yeah. it then. So yeah. it really yeah. just depends on what happens and how the CPA, which we need to find. I, I, I know have you have the that contact information from Mary. From we still team. have to find one. Yes. Good. Because we got to interview them and make sure they like them because the last two sucked. Yeah. <laughs> It was rough. I'll say that. Sorry to hear that. It's okay. It's a learning learning curve. Yeah, I mean, it's just like with a doctor. You're not going to like every doctor you go to. You're or not going to like every loan officer or real estate agent you meet. Exactly. Everybody's find, different. Yeah. I, I mean... I don't always like you. I know. <laughs> yeah. The last agent that we worked with, we didn't necessarily like either. Oh, our agent? On both ends. Yeah, yeah. No, none of us liked her. <laughs> that's not the point. Yeah, that's not the point. 
that was just like a okay let's do this quickly so you can get out of my life you know <laughs> go away did you ever tell him that you no longer wanted to be in contact with him or take me off yeah. your list okay yeah i had to block him because he ignored it mm, we could have yeah. actually there's other things that you could do because that goes against trek Anyways, yeah, there's new regulations anyways. with LLCs and Trek, so it's weird right now. Okay. So. Get the right CPA and then you'll be taken care of. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I had those questions because I saw those new changes and I was like, okay, Mary, but how, what are, what changes and is it more difficult? And she was just like, talk to your CPA. Like, don't worry about it right now. Okay. Yeah. Just you, sell real estate. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, before he comes on, do you plan on having any transactions? I was like, I love to. <laughs> you got any leads? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for me, Mary? <laughs> but <laughs> no, that's not her position. Her position is growing and retaining and assisting the agents in the office. And she's been very forthcoming with me. Good. So growth and retention is good. Yes. And I say that she, she needs to work on the retention a little bit more. We've had a lot of agents leave this last year. Yeah. It, but, it's, it was a transitional year for a lot of places. Yeah. Well, I mean, like we heard at the office, a 12 year real estate veteran has had his worst year last year. So, yeah. I mean, not really so much as the agents. It's more, I think it's more just the market was. Yep. A nightmare. We had one of our biggest teams last year leave and go to another KW office. Oh. And then one of our, I would say friend, Who, Paul. Paul. Yeah. Paul and his wife left our office and went to a different KW office as well. Okay. Um. um I mean, who else left? There, there was like, throughout the year, it was like, they left. They left what's going on so that's where like the retention was really odd last year there was a lot of headbutting i would say but i think that had to do with the market since jared had a bad year last year but kristen mann had the best year that she ever had in the last 10 yeah. years oh wow so um, yeah. yeah well she took them all then but she yes. just knows a lot of people, so I mean... She's worked her farm for the last three exactly. years, and finally yep. it turned out. So yep. An I overnight mean, success in three years, exactly. Right. <laughs> it does take time. She did, I think she did like $30 million last year. And I'm like... Yeah, that's tremendous. Okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and like her... Um, her why right now is to do to buy up vacation homes and like have airbnbs but then airbnbs are going through issues uh -huh. within the cities and it's like don't think that's really mm. a smart idea right now I think a rental homes would be better yeah she's going back and forth she even if you like buy like throughout the country get a rental company each where each house is that you're still yeah. going to make more money more passive income that way you won't get the full potential but then you don't have to deal with all the maintenance and all that other crap you just let them take care of all of it and collect the check 
Yeah. That's what I would. That's where my brain is. Airbnb just seems so much more work. And they were hot, and then Airbnb's been doing things, and VRBO is now, or Verbo. VRBO, yeah. They're now trying to take over Airbnb's issues because they're more structured. That whole hospitality industry. It's a different world. It is. And yeah. then it still coincides with the real estate industry and should like, but it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give me in attempting to get over the fear of rejection when I'm calling? Because I got to do all my calls. Or, or out in public and someone oh, doesn't no. want to take her card or says no, thank you. She shuts down. So that's what yeah. she's referring to. Um, just calls. <laughs> all you can do, is, the easiest way is just remember you're going in with nothing. So if you leave with nothing, nothing changes. Uh, you're going to get 99 no's before you get that one yes. And then you can celebrate that one yes, but just be okay with those 99 no's because it's just not the right time for them either. Uh, but really, it, it boils down to what you got to learn is that and what I've done, I've gone into a real estate office. I said to 15 realtors, hey, do you need a loan? And they say, no. I said, well, when I left the, I left and went and had lunch. Um, I left with the same amount of stuff that I had before. So be, be happy that you're getting at least re responses. Uh, if they just walk right past you, then okay. Uh, then they're just rude. But uh, just to, it, it, celebrate every no that you get because you know you're closer to the next yes. Okay. And don't take it personal. I think that's not the hardest personal. part. It's not a personal no. Like he nope. said, it just might not be a good time for them. Right. That doesn't mean no to you. just means not right now. Yeah. It's not personal. Definitely not personal. Because they're saying no to the next person that comes by. And right. the next one. And the next one. And the next one. They're just saying no. Uh, what sort of scripts do you use with your not met? lead so essentially like your cold or kind of warm leads uh let's well, say one of my friends i have a, a random friend i haven't talked to in years and they want to buy a house and i send them your way how would you contact them right is that what you're asking no the script like okay what do you say to get them to engage? how would you contact them right what would you say on the phone or yeah. through voicemail? What would be your Script. typical verbiage for a new client? Uh, well, of course, I will note the the referral source because I never want to have anybody questioning why the heck is this guy calling me um, and tell them exactly what that referral source has given me and then let them tell me about it. Because uh, let's say, for instance, I got this guy and he he's thinking about buying a home, but he's never, never talked to a lender before. I'll reach out and say, hi, I'm the guy that uh, loans money when you buy a home. And I ask a bunch of personal questions. I get to know everything about you. And that's how you get your home. Tell me about your, where, your situation, where you want to be and how you want to do it. And then that gives them the opportunity to expand on it. And, you know, if they're deathly afraid of telling me anything, then I'll say, I understand, but just know it goes into my ears and it stays in my ears and doesn't get told to anybody else. Uh, and I don't do, do business with documents. Everything is uh, virtual as far as uh, everything's on the computer. Nothing gets printed. 
uh, your your identity is 100% safe with me, and I'm only going to do whatever is most comfortable for you. Um, but it, and just let them know that it's not the end of the world if you don't qualify, and it's it's actually scarier if you do because then you got to buy that home. Right. Uh, your your question because we talked about it yesterday. Oh, yeah, why do why does the buyer pay the seller's agent? No, why does the seller pay for the buyer's agent? Because, and I'm only asking because I I wouldn't pay if I got a divorce. I wouldn't pay for my ex-wife's lawyer. So why would I pay for the seller's agent? Pay I mean for the buyer's agent. Yes, the, well, why would the seller pay for the buyer's agent. Technically, the seller is not. The seller has agreed with their representative, their realtor. They're going to pay them X percent. Let's just use the round number that everybody knows: six percent. Then technically, it's up to that agent there to decide what they want to offer the buyer's agent. Mm. So, seller is going to pay the their representative the full six percent or whatever they negotiate and then that the seller's agent basically pays the buyer's agent that makes more sense. portion of their commission so if it's six and they do three and three great if they do two and four they're going to get a lot more happier buyer's agents in there because they're going to get paid more but then they make less so it's more of a decision from the seller's agent okay that makes more sense and, and I'm just really bad at explaining it. It well, explains it in the comments. As soon as you said yeah. the six percent with your with the yeah, uh, I got it. So in other words, buyers agents don't necessarily need to negotiate a percentage with their agent. A buyer doesn't need to negotiate that because they're going to get that from the seller's agent. It's out of the buyer's hand. The buyer literally does not pay their agent. Of course, there's the lawsuits that we've had to deal with, and we don't know what the changes will be. Hopefully, it won't happen. Um, but right. So, in other words, the buyer doesn't pay for their own agent; the seller pays for the agent. It's negotiated through the real estate agent, but it still comes from the equity of the home. That the seller the equity home comes from the proceeds. Comes. It's going to be on the seller's side of the uh, closing statement yes. that they paid X. But since they've already agreed to pay six percent, let's say. It's not going to be more than 6%. So how it gets divvied up is between the two agents. Uh, well, the seller's agent is going to go out there and say, I'm offering this one at 3% to the buyer's agent. That's it. And uh, the buyer's representation form that is on the Texas Realtors, um, there is a conversation that you have with the compensation. So essentially one of the listings in our neighborhood the compensation put on the mls was two percent to the buyer's agent and if you at least this is what i'm told in the office if you've negotiated with your buyer that um i'm going to show you homes period my fee is three percent and if we sign in a contract to buy a house and they are only willing to give me 2%, 
I'm still going to need you to pay that 1% to me. Does that affect the loan? Does not affect the loan. Um, bottom line is, of course, the, the buyer's agents trusting the fact that they're going to come up with that cash. Uh, so if I were, if they use all their cash to buy their home, then there's probably going to be a problem there. Um, but it won't affect the loan because again, that's probably going to be what we're going to see the changes come up, uh, thanks to the lawsuits, but it's, it's, that's it, a, a fine line that I'd rather not, <laughs> I'd rather not talk about. Let the, let the experts do that. The, the you guys, the realtors who do the negotiation side on there. I know that, uh, you know, of course there's buyer representation forms that say, if you happen to find a property without me, that's a trouble. And you're, you're saying you're going to work with me. And then all of a sudden you're working with somebody else then I can fire you. There's a lot of things that go out there. I just leave, oh. leave that to them. Back to the loan question. Yeah. I know other loans allow you to add value to your loan to cover the cost of like say car loans. If I'm backwards on my car loan, they'll apply that backwards debt into the new loan. They do it. it shouldn't be done, but they do it. Okay. Now, could you attack on, let's say the buyer, the seller won't pay the 6%. They're only going to pay their real estate agent 3%. And the, you know, obviously the buyer has to work it out with their agent, but could they tack that onto the loan? Not yet. Not yet. Okay, and that's yet to be seen with the, all the lawsuit stuff then. Yeah. Right. Got it. And if you think about, it, of course, especially first time home buyers, they're just scratching and clawing to get enough of the down payment. You have to throw in another 3% that might just kill the market itself. So it, it, to me, of course, the, the lawsuit's terrible. It's affecting low income, first time home buyers. Um, certain demographics throughout the nation will be affected by it. And it's only going to hurt the work, the, those people. And those are the people that we want to raise up rather than push down. So fine line, they better fix it. So somebody complained that they were having to pay the seller's agents or the buyer agents, right? That's it, what the lawsuit was. That we were steering them only to MLS properties that were advertising as the higher percentage in compensation, which is against fiduciary duties as a realtor as well, well yeah as... but that doesn't mean other realtor agents aren't right but people <laughs> those people are the ones that like trek will go and um get out we're done we find you with a ton of money you owe us all this money and we'll find every which way thing that is wrong with you in the past lo loans were worked that way we I was be I was paid more to do an FHA loan than a conventional loan, um, so there was always opportunities to steer people into that. Luckily, of course, they did away with that one. I never agreed with it, but uh, they were doing that. Um, so, it's, and it's human nature. You see that listing, and you see a one and a half percent to the buyer's agent, and you go, I don't want to show that one, but you have a duty to do that, and uh, yeah. So I understand that, that by offering to pay the 6% real estate agent fees for both parties, it opens up the market to more buyers. Absolutely. That was the whole point of that, I'm assuming. Yeah. It had market, more people could buy homes. Yes. Right. 
in some markets, of course, the the so average is five or four. I understand now why the yeah I get yeah. got it as well as like our contracts as realtors it we spell it out this is where this is going this is where this is going and I will show you irregardless of how much I'm getting paid and everything is negotiable and everything is negotiable period right. point blank I mean we tried to negotiate them to fix the window that had a rock hit it. And they're like, no, but here's money. Okay. Yeah. And it's still sitting with a huge giant crack in it. Because <laughs> we can't find the windows to replace the windows. Because it was built like LG. I am a real estate agent. I love all new home builders. <laughs> so, yeah. I show no favoritism to any of them. No. Put that on record. <laughs> Just you're being recorded. So. I know, and I'm putting that on record. And it's only natural, of course, like if you saw no compensation to the buyer's agent, <laughs> I'm not going to show it. But then that's when you say, you know, look, the, the, you can't pay, I can't write a contract for you because I'm putting myself, my liability out there with no compensation. Good luck. Go go take a look at it. And if you have any questions, I'll help you on that side. So, but I can't write the offer for you because it's, it's not in my best interest no. either. For now, but if they change things, then it could be different in the future where you have to create a new contract with your buyers so they make sure they can pay you kind of thing. Yeah. That might have to happen, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yep. I understand why you're so scared of the lawsuit, but I also understand why they wanted the lawsuit because in my brain, why would I pay for my, my opponent's agent? I mean more consumer based because I'm still in school. So my brain's more for my own, you know, this my equity. Why would I yeah. give somebody more of my equity? They should pay for their own representation. So I get I get both sides. It's yeah. kind of screw with the market, but and and don't, I, agree, don't agree to 6% then agree to only three. Right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. My only argument is that not necessarily never, everybody asks the right questions. And yeah, it's on there. Yes, but and that's why we go through contract class after contract class after contract class to explain clear as day because that is a fiduciary duty to represent right. them. It sounds like real estate. Some some real estate agents were really crappy and yeah. are now screwing over everybody else. Like some racist cops versus not so bad cops. Or we'll, we'll go with corrupt cops. Good doctors and bad doctors. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or good hospitals and terrible hospitals. Yeah. Good dog, on, bad dog. Good, good dog, bad dogs. So it, good they, dog? Don't be over there. And the bad dogs. Yeah. Wait, where's yeah, the, cat? the cat? Yeah, look at Harvey's like, I'm not bad dog. I wag my tail. You're a bad dog. Little dog. Bad dog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh, you gotta. Why? Why are you talking to him? Why? Because it's funny. gonna get loud. Move your head. It's funny. Look at Bobby. It's pop pop. Goodbye. <laughs> no, he's trying to figure out how to come over here. Hey, doggy. Oh, my. Dog, dog, rub those ears. Oh, yeah. Look at how 
lizard. Let's see. He's so white. <laughs> He's so sad. He used to have a brown face. Old man. Yes, You're getting old. Yeah, he's going to be 10 this year. You need no. another bath. Nine. You need a bath. Yeah, you do. You early again. Uh, what did you do before lending? Uh, I pumped gas for about five hours. Then I was in retail uh, selling Hallmark cards. Say for five hours. Yes, let's dive into that story. I mean, I feel like now like this might be useful footage, but it might not, but it's funny. So I'm interested. Right. What, in the five-hour pumping gas deal? Yeah, I need to know what this is about. Well, I didn't get paid for it. Uh, I, I, I was just pumping gas, doing my job, and I happened to leave a, a pump in, in a lady's car and said, you're done. And she took off. Oh, so you got fired. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, that was like, go. They didn't pay you for the five hours? Yeah, because it probably cost them a little bit more to fix that pump. Okay, I think, I think you got a little scotch free out of that. You know, that makes sense. He's got insurance. It's like, uh, it's like Cody, he put a uh, diesel in a gas truck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, there, there was not labeled, it was an aftermarket cap. There's like four of them on the truck because you got two hydraulics. It, it was really confusing. Very. <laughs> but, but if you ask somebody else that knew the truck, they're like, it wasn't confusing. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I mean, it was a two-month employee versus a three-year employee. So, you know. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, people make mistakes. It happens. Yeah. With the Hallmark the cards, do you think that your experience with that position uh ready you for the uh real estate industry great question because yeah the answer is 100 yes i spent uh so much time talking to customers being a favorite uh source for them uh they come to me with the questions no matter who was there uh and i managed people and uh, and did inventories and did uh stocking and gosh everything that comes with it i learned how horrible retail is to work in, but it taught me a lot about working with people and pleasing people and what the, the good things to say and some of the things you don't want to say um, unless you absolutely have to. But yeah, it, it was a great experience. It, was a, it seems like it's, it went on forever, but it was only a couple of years, but it was great. And you wanted to own a Hallmark store at one point, didn't you? I thought that was going to be the future. Let's have our own shop because my dad, of course, had his shop. So I said, I, I want to, I want to be self-employed. I want to get my own shop there. Uh, and luckily, of course, we didn't because have you seen a, where a Hallmark store is these days? Nowhere. <laughs> we have like, boutique card shops, but they have like other stuff in them, so they're not just cards. Like I, I don't cards. even know like what. I can't picture the store you worked in. I all I picture is the dainty little Hallmark shops they have now. Like, I don't know what Hallmark looked like when you worked at Hallmark. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> we had we had uh, a section for stuffed animals. We had a section for statues. We had the section for boxed uh, Christmas cards. That was the one I was always in charge of. Uh, and of course, all the assorted different cards that cost anywhere from fifty cents to seventy-five cents. Some were eighty cents. You can't find that anymore. No, <laughs> like ten bucks the card. Tree. You know how long it's been since I've bought a card at all. I, I haven't bought one. I reuse the cards. 
I still have that Christmas card that I bought back in uh, 1982. <laughs> you have to mom the same card every year. That's yep. cute. Sign the year every year? No, it's oh, not it's... even written in. <laughs> not even in the envelope. Here, here's your card. Thank you. Give it back. That's funny. <laughs> you go. All right, you had your time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while on the other end, I have all of those cards from when Nana could not stop buying cards. Like, oh how God. many times did you bring that up while I was growing up? Like, also, woman, what do you why doing? do you keep them? Why do all I keep them? them? Well, the, I actually like went through them. A couple, like maybe one or two. No, I keep them because they're blank. I don't keep the ones that are written in anymore. And I send them out. Those yeah. blank ones that I send out for like happy mm. holidays, birthday. I don't keep cards at the all. The number of touches that I have to do. Don't touch. Why are you touching me? Somebody Stop touching think me. about me. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see what Abby made us? Oh yeah. I've... And what? Abby that made Abby us. And Robo, oh cool. Since I have a ship tattoo and she has a lighthouse ship. tattoo. This was our anniversary present this year from the kids. Nice. Well done. Yeah, they did really well. Yeah. I mean, brown, red flag, blue. Yeah. So, yeah. Baba pointed it out. She was like, okay, paint up. This is where this color. And Abby's like, I got it. I got it. I got a little flurry. <laughs> Who's about to pass Patrick Wow on Saturday oh, when he wins a game? If he ever wins a game. Like, how many times is this guy going to cry this year? He's just going to be like, thank you. You love me. <laughs> He's got great teeth. That's all I know. Great teeth. He does. He's such a good person. Is he going to get traded to the penguin so he can retire as a penguin already? What? Yeah, he'll, he'll sign a one-day contract with them when it's all over. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the wild – oh, you did you see that game? <laughs> Was it last <laughs> night? Um, No. Was it last yeah, night? Um, the seven yeah. two. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, that oh. was, I thought it was great. I mean, I got thirty seven points from good. Marner, so you know, no. two assists from Marner. But he he's not in Dallas. That was no, last. It was night. Dallas? No, it was Toronto that was the Wild, wasn't it? No, it was Dallas. Yeah, it was Dallas. Last night. Who did who did Toronto just destroy? Hey. Hi. He can he can see you. So you can yeah, see hi. I can see you. Hi, baby girl. Oh, a new guest star. <laughs> Who are you? What's your name? Mozzarella. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> see, it's silly. You can talk. Hi. He can hear you. You can talk to him. Ah. Oh, you look adorable. What are you wearing? Yeah. Sheriff Cali. You're wearing Sheriff Cali. Oh, sure. I uh, sure. I knew that. I knew that. You're 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 the long arm of the law. Mm. You sheriff. Yeah. How's your deputy. Oh. oh here. <laughs> I like your dress. Get over. Come here, Judy. That's deputy. Here's her deputy. Here's her deputy. Ah, deputy. Deputy dog. Hey, buddy. Deputy dog. Deputy uh, is a uh, uh, bird. 
Oh, it's a bird. Of course. I, bird. I, knew that. I knew that too. Can, Can you, you hear me? Hi, Roro. You're cute. How you feeling? Your tummy feel better? Your tummy feel better? There he yeah. is. No. Nope. <laughs> Put ears back on. Now you're gonna choke him. Oh, okay. Silly daddy. <laughs> is Papa funny? Yeah, looks are and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. And there's a boo boo. Oh, the boo boo. Hi, boo boos. Hi, your boo boos. He doesn't yeah, have boo-boo. anything on right now. No? He has a onesie on. Yeah, he has a, he has a onesie on. Yeah, he yeah. can do that. Yeah. Can he say mozzarella though? He's actually, he's still a baby, so he's just. Oh yeah, he's still a baby, exactly. Can we say mozzarella? Mozzarella. He likes the cheese. I like the cheese too. Say cheese to the camera. Cheese. I like your hair. Say cheese. Hi, Papa. Papa said you like cheese. How are you? God. Mm. That's good. Papa says he likes your hair. I like your hair. You take your I hair. had hair like that once. Long you like time. my hair? Oh, yeah, of course. I always like your hair. Mine is. Like Boo Boo's hair, too. A lot bigger. Yeah. Roro, I won't ask you ever to repeat anything, okay? So you can like me more. Say, 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 sister. Sister. Sister, I know. Yes. I have one of those. Yes. Really? What? Yes. Okay. But you can say yes. If Russell, if Russell was usually, usually. Hey, what happened? What are you saying, Abby? What you got? Yeah. Um, he just started screaming. Boo boo. Um, it's okay. He could be in a bad mood. Hold on. Oh, the, what's up? I couldn't hear you. There you go. Looking cute. I have no idea what happened to Boo Boo. Did you punch Boo Boo with your toe? Did you nope. step on his feet? Nope. No. What happened? Nope. Oh, excuse you. Um. So. He cried Boo Boo. Um. Boo Boo. Um. Where's Where's Mama? Where's my Boo Boo? Where's mama? Oh, mom. Oh, mama. Yeah, not your mom. <laughs> my mom's at home. Shut up. Mama's my mom's at home. home. Oh. I'm at home. Say, where's Papa? You can't hear him. You can't hear me. Can you hear me? Hold on, baby. Look at me. Mom. My mom's at home. Oh. I'm working. So, so I can talk to you. Where are you? 
I'm in my office in Irvine. Not Irving, but Irvine. Can you hear? What's your, what's the, your office name? Uh, Von Common, Von Carmen, something something Center. <laughs> Von Carmen something Center. What? Yeah. Mm. What? What's your um, name, Papa? What's your name, Papa? What's my name? I'd be Papa. I get to be Papa today. Is that Papa? Do you love yeah. Pop-Pop? Is he your favorite yeah. Pop-Pop? Is he your favorite Pop-Pop? Sure, today. You're his only Pop-Pop. No. Oh, thank you. Daddy? Yes? Are you done? No. No, you just need your back on? Do you want this? I want that one. No. It doesn't reach you. There you go. They're both the same. Is that better? That's it better? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I don't see your name, Pop-Pop. My name is Pop-Pop. Wheels on the bus go round and round. round and eat mozzarella. Mozzarella. I got you. You're not going to fall. No. No. Is that better? Part of the dress. Yeah. That's a heck of an outfit you got there. Sit back there. Thank you. And then I have a shirt on too. On yeah. Your, yeah. You did little, little pop up kisses. You did little pop up kisses. <laughs> he thought, as soon as she sat down with the head, he said mozzarella. And she was like, <laughs> mozzarella. Her, like, no. What's a squirrel say? <laughs> yes, of course, ribbit, ribbit. All squirrels say squirrel. ribbit. What's a squirrel say? No, that's a frog, you goober. No. Can you hear him? Can I can hear him? Yeah, you can hear me. Okay. Oh, my name is Mookie. Can you say Mookie? Mookie? Say Mookie. He's telling you don't hear him? I can't tell what to say. You can hear him if you listen to him. You don't like him? Okay. Messes up my hair. Yeah, it messes up real real oh, 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 oh. 747 on this thing. No kidding. Stop touching the headset, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole hand head. That's a five head, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> not a whole head head. It's a so big head. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have a big huge head. No, yes I do. No, you don't. No, you have a small head head. <laughs> you have mommy's head. She got a big head. Big head. <laughs> you have a big head. I know. <laughs> you know who else has a big head? In the skirt. Yeah. Who who has a big head? Are you going down? And. Is it cold outside? No. 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 
No. No. Oh no, we never you ever. You go outside. It's just like very wet and cold. Yeah. So I asked you if it was cold. I love you, Papa. I love you too, Abby. Mm. Yeah, how you little mozzarella? Yeah. Oh. Oh. is too squeaky it doesn't pick it up you have to talk say to papa, papa. hey papa hi abby yeah oh thank you i love you too roro okay mommy wants to ask that if pop up a couple more questions can you guys give us another time okay can I have my chair back, please? Don't get! Don't get! Then go out for a couple more minutes, okay? We'll be out in a minute. There's a Dolby. Dolby's gonna be the model now. He is. He's he's our model. Yep. He's our model dog. Perfectly placed between the chairs. He knew what he was doing. Oh, yeah. Uh, so your sign behind you says home loans made simple. <laughs> so much for that. Sorry. Good timing, Duffy. Good timing. <laughs> your, your sign says home loans made simple. Yes. How is your company making home loans made simple? Uh, my goodness. That's a good question. How are we doing it? Um, we just, honestly, we just do it. We have a, a real true machine built inside of our, uh, of the company that the flow, the process flow from beginning to end, as long as the loan officer does their job, up front that it's really simple because we get all the bad stuff, all the tough stuff, all the painful stuff out of the way real fast. And then just from here to there, to there, to there, and it just it just closes. And that's the idea. Most of my closings right now are taking two to three weeks at the most. Okay. Going to two to three weeks, wow. That's yeah. Not very long. No. We we simply didn't lay lay off a bunch of people when the the market got bad. So we have a we wanted to keep our team, keep the people the good people we have, and uh, they just kept moving and 
it just works. Yeah, I don't I don't question. <laughs> hey, the quicker the house goes through, the quicker everybody gets paid. Mm-hmm. Right. The happier everybody, unless that can go wrong. That's the other thing. Yeah, true. You have a 90 day uh, time period. So much can go wrong. People oh. lose jobs. People buy cars. Lose interest. People lose money. Yeah. Change their mind. People get divorced. <laughs> yes. So since you've gone through transitions where you went from diff- different companies, what has stuck with you with cross country that you would tie into more than you were with the other ones? Uh, well, banks, banks are just painful to deal with. Um, I live live that life. And I always say I was with a certain bank for three years. and It was the longest 10 years of my life. Because it sure felt that way. The bureaucracy of banks uh, and not the way I do business. This uh, The company is, is owned and run by one dude. His name is Ron. He's out of Cleveland. He's a great guy. Um, and he treats everybody with respect. And all he wants to do is just do more loans each and every time. We've actually, I didn't know who Cross Country was maybe 10 minutes, 10 minutes ago, 10 years ago. But they're uh, <laughs> one of the top lenders in the nation we cover all 50 states and they're just they just have the right mission statement the right view on how to do business they treat everybody they're very loan officer centric i'm like the most important person there because i'm i'm the what drives the sales side of it so uh but it's i have no complaints they just ron actually wants everybody to look across country as the place they want to retire with and that's that's how i look at it since i'm closer to retirement than most guys and when you go to retire, what is your plan for, right, I know that you're not going to fully <laughs> retire. What percentage of actual retirement do you plan on doing? Ah, um, I always want to be there for my customers. Luckily, my customers know me and trust me and like me. They'll let me uh, enjoy life as well. But uh, I don't mind working you know, four or six hours a day if that's what it takes. But I haven't decided what kind of percentage a a tough retirement for me would be not being able to work because I want to be able to still do what I do and enjoy uh, conversing and working with the people that I like. So you don't have another interest or hobby you think you want to try after you're done with the loans? You, I mean, clearly you could still have those, you know, clone type clients. Are you going to take on new clients? Are you going to yeah. find something else to do? You mean like a restaurant that you want to be the chef at? <laughs> uh, no, see, now we're so much closer to the car restoration. So the restaurant's coming. Oh, good. I'll teach, okay. I'll teach you how to smoke, but that's about it. <laughs> no, I have absolutely no desire to do anything else. Uh, and I'm always going to be taking on new clients, meaning the referrals from my past clients. Right. Uh, but I probably won't be out there uh, beating, beating down doors and making cold calls and seeing about creating different relationships. I'll keep the relationships that I've got. Um, and what sort of, um, like, okay, the investing side. So when I was growing up, we had the Vegas property. We no longer have that. Right. Correct. Um, what about the Arizona property, right? That's, that's, that's been sold. That's right. Sold Um, too soon, but sold. 
Um, Everything's sold too soon, right? <laughs> Should have sold the Vegas property about well, the day. I mean, I... like, let's be honest. If you held on in till today, everything you know. Oh yeah. Inflation. Everything property. is you know. Everything could have been sold. Was sold too soon. Except the Vegas property. There's a reason for that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, that was yeah. not You'll a very fun experience. Um, I would would always love to invest in more real estate, but uh, I don't really want to become a landlord too much. So tough to say. Tough to yeah. say. Like I said, the best way to do it if you like, you know, hands off income. Your home is in your name. You let a property manager do it for you. Yep. And then, yeah, it's not the full two grand a month, but twelve hundred is better than zero. Passive income is the way to go. Absolutely. Sit back and relax. What sort of other passive incomes do you recommend investing in other than real estate? I'm not a licensed advisor, so I really I, can't see you. Yeah. Personal experience. There we go. From personal, personal experience. Because um, <laughs> we talked about the crypto and you were skeptical on crypto. While he's not skeptical on crypto. And I don't I'm not, understand. I wouldn't say I'm shit. not skeptical. I bought in cheap, and we haven't lost money. That's, That's good. I bought in thirty bucks, and we're up to forty-five. And if I figured if I lose the twenty bucks, it's twenty bucks that have been sitting there for years, anyways. And I just don't if, understand. If it blows up, we get a shit ton of money. So you know, it, it's a twenty-dollar potential loss with a potential huge gain. That's all. We can. You can't go wrong with real estate. That's number one. Um, so you can also get into real estate trusts and other things like that. Um, and of course, the the big mega monster stock companies, they'll go up and down. But you know, in the long run, I've been invested with Microsoft forever, and uh, it's been a been a win. Had I invested the money that we that we used to buy the Arizona property with Amazon at that same time, I'd be a multi gazillionaire, but that's the way it goes. <laughs> if I put that $20 into Bitcoin when I first learned about it, we'd be crazy. But I just don't understand crypto. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. You've Too explained it, me. but I don't get it's it. Like, it's, it's like not the real US money. dollar versus the euro, but it's, it's just not another real money. form of payment. It's no, it's no much realer than numbers in your fucking bank account. That's not real money either. There's no money to back that. As a matter of fact, if you have like, oh, I don't know, each bank is different, but there's limits to how much cash you can pull up because they don't have that much cash on hand. Well, yeah, because... Because they don't have the money to back the amount that's in the loan, in the account. If everybody went to the bank to try and pull all their money yeah, out, they couldn't do it. Yeah, that's how the Great Depression started. Exactly. So... Cryptocurrency yeah. is literally no different than a bank account. It's just a, a number to say this is a, this is how much it worth. So, okay, let's say this is worth five Bitcoin. That's ridiculous because the Bitcoin's like $20,000. Yeah. We'll just use a Bitcoin, just, you know, one-to-one -one ratio for the dollar. This is five Bitcoin. Okay, that's it. It's literally the same as saying $5. You're just using Bitcoins instead of dollars. Okay. But, of course... There's no guarantees that that money is going to be there the next day. And if they do go, if you have money in the bank and it goes belly up, the government's going to cover you up to 250000 Yes. Bitcoin, no regulations. It's gone. Yeah. But 
it also could go up a lot more than getting 2% on your money. So, yeah. All righty. So I hope that was as enjoyable as it was for you guys, as it was for us asking those questions and getting more insight and kind of business advice. Um, and that goes into what did you start in January? Uh, I started going to school to be a real estate agent like you. You sound so excited. Um, I know you're not really that excited. Um, why are you join joining me in this industry? Because we have wants and dreams and it's not on you to to get there by yourself. I got my income, but you know, we need more. And Sam struggles with talking with people on the spot. Yeah. Your social skills suck. Yes, my social skills suck. <laughs> so how I I need to get better at that. And I think talking out with this podcast is going to do that for me. Um, speaking of, I had an open house this weekend and I had somebody come by that actually had some really good questions. And my brain absolutely went blank. It was annoying. <laughs> and I but I knew the answers dork but my brain went um i don't know any builder names where did those builder names go what am i doing (laughs) why am i standing here who am i talking to it was absolutely annoying so yes having him join the industry with me will be exceptionally better um we do work knock on wood knock on wood we do work really well as a couple I would say so. Uh, on so kind of so we have kind of a video evidence of what our plan is going to be. What role are you going to take on as a real estate agent on the? And yes, we're announcing it now. Ferrigno Freedom Realty Group. Yeah, we didn't even talk about shit. You just be doing shit. Oh, what I mean, role you, are you going you want to, me to be the face? I know both of us are still the face. Open doors? While you do all the behind the house stuff. The front of house. I don't understand your question. I just answered everything we talked about. What are you trying to get me to say, damn it? You're going to be more of the people person? Oh, yeah. That's what I said. The fucking face, the people. That's not the face. The face, the, we are the face. Like, we're going to go to appointments together. If it's a single male, most likely just be him. That's sexist. You can't, you can't come with me. I don't need protection from single males. Huh? I mean, I can if you want me to. (laughs) Um... But we did talk it over with uh, my office. And if for any reason we do not have childcare for any which reason, who would be going on the appointments? Me. Because you're better with the kids. I <laughs> Physically. I'm better with the kids only physically. physically. Uh, they get on my absolute nerves. Why? Why? Good night. Um, good night. <laughs> 
Oh, where were we at today? I'm not your squishy. I'm Roro. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't they entertaining? They were hilarious. Um, yeah, sorry about the audio. I didn't really catch them that well. We're going to do Ru- what we can. Russell's voice is too high pitched for the mic to catch. It's hilarious. At least when she screams, it wouldn't pick yes, it up either. I would hope it wouldn't catch it. <laughs> I would hope. That. It was funny. They were having a good time. Yes. And they love their pop up. Yes, they love their pop up. And he loves them more than. Me. Probably. Yeah. And it's me. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm his first girl. His his first. Yeah, but Abby's his firstborn's firstborn. She's just doubled you. So he's yeah. Duh. Yeah, she is doubled me. Do you see? The I attitude? know. You're gonna it's gonna kill me. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, but back to the topic that we were talking about. Uh, yes, it, essentially, you'll be the people person. You'll be more of the negotiator. Um, I'll probably be the one that ends up going over the contracts because that sort of statistics and facts and sort of things. Got to do all the man stuff. I would be paperwork. doing the going over the paperwork. That's crappy paperwork. That was a joke. Right. It like no, you're gonna be doing all the female shit, going out and talking with people and yeah. being all pretty pad. No. Yes. No. Doing his beard, no. taking good care of it, getting nice haircuts. Why are you touching me? Because I'm touching you. No touching me. Why? There's no touching. No touchy zone. <laughs> Uh, and I'll be handling more of the social media aspect, planning it, creating it. <laughs> Other than videos, because that's where he comes in and does the cap cut stuff and then re-uploads it into the Google Drive. And I take that and put it onto Canva or just straight into Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook and make it look boom. For OTV? I'm the one that usually does all that shit for OTV. You just yeah. do that for your real estate. Yes, so. I do that for the real estate. But once we have more of a system mm-hmm. that we're actually doing things, uh-huh. then I can see myself mm-hmm. doing it. I yes. know. Why? I'm just going to try to edit a video. And just fucking beat the shit Make it work. Dogs, go. Get it. I said that you would be the ones edit. You would still be the one editing it. I would then take what you gave me and put it on Instagram, Canva, TikTok, all that stuff, and make but it what? pretty. I already have it all integrated. Why would I give it to you? It's already just like click a button. Cause you ask me for captions and shit. Yeah, and then you send them over, and I just copy and paste them. Nobody's complaining about the process. <laughs> I am. Why? Because when you make the captions, wouldn't it be easier to just take the caption and put it directly into Instagram instead of, oh, let me send this? Hey, bitch, guess what? It's <laughs> two steps easier for me to go copy from Discord and paste into the TikTok. Then make a chat GPT. No, because you do that part. I did the whole video and I posted it. You can't make a fucking caption? 
I typically get the whole. And you do it on ChatGPT, so it's <laughs> not even you doing it. You bitch, fuck you. Shut up. Shut up. I typically make the content prior to the content being recorded. What? We're doing all the research. We're scheduling it with my dad. Scheduling it with my mom. Scheduling the, uh, making sure that we got all the supplies for the beard shit last month. I love how, I hate you. But in other news, yes, Ferdinand Freedom Realty Group will be launching as soon as Nick gets his license and onboards to the brokerage. Hopefully we can skip that. You still have to onboard. Why? I've been there for like a year and a half now. Consistently. They all know me. Because you actually have to like make a kw account okay. oh joking did it look like it did it look like he was joking i don't know i don't know i don't know don't know don't know don't know oh shit nobody invited you okay good he's not gonna um today 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 we went to an ice rink an ice rink the aerodome and this is after we had talked with Abby um, back in early December uh, about learning how to ice skate. And so she can learn how to play hockey. And she said she was excited and we'd like to try it. Yeah. So we signed her up and... She keeps asking about a hockey game every day. Oh, man, every day. Every we day. we don't miss a hockey game because every day. Is there hockey on today? Is, there is hockey it the on boys, today? Girl, uh, girls playing or the boys playing? Well, the girl, yeah, that's relatively new in yes. the last couple of weeks. But, yeah, absolutely. She wants to know if the girls are playing every day. The PWHL Professional Women's Hockey League debuted in, Jan- in earlier this month, January. And she absolutely loves it. She is ecstatic. And I could not be any more ecstatic. Can we not? Hey. Thank you. Anyways, we went over today for her first lesson. And she, for the first time, went out on the ice and fell down a couple times. Oh, she didn't fall down. She just pops her ass down on the ice. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I know. I hate that it does that. Is it a settings? No, I don't know. I'd have to figure it out. I think it has to. Well, Mark's doesn't. Mark Clark. Mark Clark probably has like a $7,000 fucking camera. (laughs) That one was $400 at most. (laughs) We don't have seven. We don't have Mark Clark money. And good for him, by the way. Good for Mark Clark. He's a very good person. Um, it's not even his real name, but no, it's, not. it's a great stage name and he's a great person. Absolutely love watching him. He's entertaining. Um, yes, Abby went to her first skate lesson today and, um, my anxiety was absolute wretched. Horrible. Why? 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 Because I felt that I should have been making sure that she could skate a lot better than the way that she was. 
<sighs> You're annoying. I know. You're annoying. I know. But that's mom guilt. Uh, but talking it out. But that makes no sense. What? How doesn't it make sense? I I purposely got her skates for her third birthday, so I could teach her how to skate. Mm-hmm. She got on those skates once in the last year. Why? Because I couldn't do it while I was pregnant, and you couldn't help her help me because so, your injuries. So I'm hearing a bunch of reasons why I haven't been fault. pregnant in four months. Why haven't I done it? That's a good question. I don't have an answer for that part, but right. you know, you're not taking it all the way back to her third birthday. Well, this year my mantra is no more excuses. So starting tomorrow, and other than Friday, because I have a class that I have to take on Friday, I will be co- helping Abby with skating. Uh, with her rollerblades. I will not be getting in my skates, even though I would love to get in my skates because I can't teach her how to skate in my skates because child goes dead weight. <laughs> she just kicks her feet. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, she's ridiculous. They're like, okay, you got me. I'll just kick my feet around. Yeah, like full trust. <laughs> the thing you know, these people never even met them. She's like, oh, you're going to pick me up? All right, cool. Wee. <laughs> Like a doll. A dork. She's a dork. What were you going to say? Are you, are you going to help me? With? T- helping Abby with skating. Maybe occasionally. Okay. Why? Because, like, it, if I do put on my skates, I am going to need a second person with her helping her. And where I could show her how to do it with my feet. But I don't think I'm the best teacher. Taking from yeah, somebody. You confuse the shit out of her sometimes too. Moose. Give him kisses. Yes, you're giving him kisses. Yet you gave him a sty, and now he has a big bulge on his eye again. Freaking purebreds, man. Purebreds. Love them. Yeah, so shit ton of money, and then you spend a shit ton of money keeping them all healthy their lives. Except he was only a hundred fifty dollars. Okay, yeah, you got him cheap. I did. I really did get him cheap. And the fact cheap. that he is almost nine years old. Oh, yeah. I mean, Bass Hounds are like $4,000 now. I know. It's ridiculous. I know. You. I have a very expensive hobby. Hmm? It's not a hobby. <laughs> it's not a hobby. Don't you say that shit. That's not a hobby. <laughs> that is a pet well, if we raise our next one to be what the way that you would want him to be, you think it's the breed. I tell him it's the breed, but you say that, and then people have well trained hunting basset hounds. They're the not spo- lovey dovey, though. All the spoiled ones are the ones you see on TikTok, and they are lovey dovey. Hunting dogs are lovey dovey, they just know when to work and know when to play. Discipline. Okay, you go through it. That is the plan. If I let you get one. 
This is where you comment and say, Sam deserves a basset hound when Harvey dies. Good luck. Probably the only way to get you out of bed. Probably. <laughs> Probably. When my baby dies. Once he starts getting sick, I'm going to have basset hound calls on order, like ready to go and speed dial. Okay, I need a puppy now. But that day will come, and Sam will be very sad. Very sad. But it will be okay. We'll move past. And it's just sad. At one point, Harvey and Nick were level on the amount of love that I could give them. At one point. It's not anymore. Still relatively dog. close. It's a dog. I don't understand <laughs> it's a dog. <sighs> yes, the dog that I got in my early 20s that got me through life. Have we not seen those TikToks? What the fuck have we been doing for the last eight years? Growing as a couple and making children. Oh, we married at that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and we're trying not to make How old was Harvey when I met you? Mm, we met in 2016. Uh -huh. No, yeah. Uh, 12, 13, 14. He was going to be two. Two years. He's only got two years on me. <laughs> he's only got two years on me and he's a dog. Yes, and he went through a lot with me. Okay, we didn't go through. Okay. He's a dog. Yes, and we've gone through <laughs> more. Yes. It's a dog. I don't get it. He's a dog. Okay, Dobby. Okay. And beside when he goes, he's still a dog. Yeah. He's a dog. And I was saying that. There's only a certain amount of comprehension. I don't know. I don't know. He's a dog. He's a good dog. Like your bad dogs. Okay. Your, Let's get back on the topic. No, only the Basset Hound is mine. The mm -mm. yes, mm -mm. that one is ours. No, that one doesn't listen to me for shit. <laughs> that one's bad as shit. He fucking hit his teenagers and turned into an asshole. Back to topic. We are here to help better rent. <laughs> Don't get dogs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. At one point, that was one of our dreams was to have a. Oh no! I still want a bunch of dogs. Well, yeah, we still I want still, a bunch of dogs, yeah. but we were going to rescue them and convert them into service dogs for veterans. Well, I want to do that to cars first. Yeah, so, you know, restoring dogs, restoring cars, it kind of is hand in hand. Same thing, same process. You buy them used, you clean them up, you resell them. Yeah, it's the same thing, just different words. But we wouldn't be selling them to veterans. We would be rehoming, selling. Giving. Oh my gosh. It's the same, just a different word. It's the same process. Acquire, clean, give away. Do the cars first, and then we can do dogs. Yes. We would love for our real estate business to 
what hmm? to fund like pissing you off otv and all of its subcategories that we eventually want to have a little bit yes but my original dream when I first met Nick was to have an Airbnb, not an Airbnb, oh my bed god, and breakfast. a bed and breakfast event venue for me to host weddings and events because I was psychotic. Mm-hmm. Was or still am? That was. is for you to determine. Was. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm psychotic now. Why are you the psychotic one? Maybe you've made me psychotic and we're both psychotic now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you're... <laughs> we're going to be working together. Because that's a smart plan. <laughs> Was that any different? No, I'm kidding. Because now you can escape me. When I'm feeling yes, touchy. Can. Yes, I can, because I can still go to the office, and you won't come because there's people there. <laughs> I have to go see people, though, remember? Yeah, you can go to Home Depot. Or go to H-E-B when Baba gets paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's another thing that we ran into. Uh, like, what? Three other veterans? Yeah, Baba got paid. On a Social Security payday? It's like the second Wednesday of the month. And literally surrounded by them. Mm. It's like, hmm. That's interesting. All the veterans are out. Oh, Social Security disability got paid today. That makes sense. Also made sense on why we didn't really put the dots together. Because we got denied Social Security disability. So. Oh, not disabled, I guess. Nope. Just... Sitting here. It's not okay. Able to it's park. okay. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out later. Yes, we will figure it out. Are we going to challenge that or not? Probably. Okay, you have 66 days. 60 I said just we'll figure it out later because I don't want to talk about it. Like, just, just. I know. I apologize for my pant. Um, I wanted to be comfy. It's a very long day, very long day. Been up since 5.30, so exhausted from the open house and making social media content because that is a job title that real estate agent holds as well. It's that it's was not in my job description when I thought of it. It's very fun. It's a lot of hard work. I will say that. It's a lot of hard work. Not physically hard work. Mentally hard work. Just like all my other jobs. Uh Don't be a husband. You do just taxing. To be a real estate husband. Oh, yeah. There'll there'll be a couple of, uh, what's it called? Uh, Reels and videos on that. I can't wait. Yeah. I've been making the scripts and everything. It's fun. So excited. So exciting. Um, my color, favorite color pink today. My favorite color pink today. Uh, what sort of things should we be looking into for veterans into assisting them 
or what sort of information do we want to get out there? This is a new year. New start. Yeah. Mm. What sort of things do you wish you knew? I think we already hit all that shit. Mm. I mean, we haven't talked about the schooling. We just briefly touched on it. I mean, we can talk about schooling. I think we were supposed to do that in December. What is there to talk about? Do you well, got benefits? Go use it. There's the GI Bill. Well, not everybody knows about it. As well as... Everybody in the military knows about the GI Bill. Okay, we know about the GI Bill. What is it? the Hazelwood Act? The Hazelwood Act is only for Texas veterans who... De- Went into the military from Texas and returned to Texas. I thought you had to be a Texas citizen. You had to depart into the Navy or whatever the damn word is. Military? No, not that. You go to the military from Houston. It's not that either. It's not from Houston. I'm using Houston as an example. Stop fucking interrupting. Jesus. If you come into the military in Texas and you go back to Texas and you have a, a honorable discharge and I think anything but dishonorable or other than honorable, you get the Hazelwood benefit, which is, I'm not sure how many hours, but you get more schooling. So in other words, we need to do an episode on the Hazelwood Act. A whole episode on Hazelwood Act. I mean, it's going to be... a pretty short insert um okay i and we can expand on schooling in the sense that how, how who can get it um and then we can go into the military spouse education as well because there are options for that and, um, and children and, and yeah well, even into other parts of the education for military families. Um, and there, there's more part of the education aspect. Um, what other benefits are there? I know that we did touch on property taxes, which if you were a Texas resident, please make sure that you have your homestead exemption uh, covered by February. As any Texas resident. And as any Texas resident. Not just veterans. Make sure that you have your homestead exemption filed by February. That is the latest time to have it. That way it can be covered on your taxes. I don't know about the veterans deadlines or anything, but I'm pretty sure it's the same. If you don't already have it. Yeah. Anything that has to do involving your property taxes, make sure you have it done by February. I think the veteran can do it at any time. At any time, yes, but for it to be relevant following into the next property tax. Yeah, filing, and then the mortgage and company and everything like that is was a tra- February. Yeah. Deadline is February. February, February, February. When? Sorry, don't say. February! What did I ask? Why do I do that to myself? I don't know. February. Oh, don't say it again. Yeah. We have a lot of birthdays in February. Oh, my God. So many birthdays in February. Who? Well, your brother. Nathan, Bella, Abby, your mom. 
Nathan, my mom, Bella, Abby, Alex. Who? Ain't out. Ain't out. Ew. Uh, but that also um does include like all the holidays that are in february and plus valentine's day but that's my mom's birthday so we didn't celebrate valentine's day growing up we celebrate mom's birthday so we don't celebrate valentine's day which uh that saves us we don't celebrate valentine's day because i'm not paying money for a hallmark holiday a hallmark holiday coming from a child of a hallmark store employee it makes no which you would have heard about earlier right Makes no sense to me to pay for something that is made up. And he doesn't either. So, also raised Jewish, but that's another topic for another. Yeah, I would tell you. I'm pretty sure that whole card conversation just happened too. <laughs> um. Oh, what funny. other topics would be relevant? Um, like what? What's going on? within the VA. Let's go like let's dive deep into the Houston VA. Yeah, we could do like what they offer, what like kind of sh- I mean, obviously besides all the medical stuff, it's, it's right. a hospital, they're going to have most it's for Houston, they have pretty much everything. And as we've experienced, if they don't have it, they send you out to the community, so we're sure we talked all about that already too. Community um, care, yeah. But we can do like there. They have events and stuff like legal legal counseling and those kind of things all the time. Uh, wouldn't it be bad for your newsletter either. No. So we can get those. I think from just from the website. Yes. I think I think we. Have... I don't think we we need to go to the eBay key anytime soon, do we? No. I don't think so. Do you have to? You. Hmm. He needs to contact his primary caregiver. Care, caregiver? That's me. Uh, caretaker. I mean caretaker. But that's for a different time. Because that is not a fun topic. You also need to contact your primary caretaker too. I know. I'm working on it. Shut up. Just call and pretend to be you. Mr. Mom. Do. Everybody, Mr. Mom. Okay. Um... But let's see, we'll cover those topics coming forward. So for sure, we will have what's it called? The schooling, the Hazelwood Act, as well as what Ibaki VA Hospital has to offer for all their veterans. And we can hit more into schooling too. Like, yeah, there's more because you can do you like trade schools and stuff like that. Right. A lot of people might not know that. You can use it for, like, welding school and shit. Yeah, which we have a really good referral for that, too. But, guys, we are going to end it here. I hope you really enjoyed the conversation that we had with Tim. It was wonderful having him on. And anytime that you have any questions when it comes to mortgages, real estate, or just all around the greater Houston area, we are your experts and we'd love to assist you in any ventures that you may have. Uh, send him a, send us an email, comment, Facebook, Instagram, not Facebook. We don't have Facebook. Uh, Instagram, no. TikTok, Twitter. Or, no, we no, don't. We, don't we have, have TikTok and Instagram. That's it. TikTok right and, and Instagram. Um, drop in our Discord and come chat with us. 
we want to know what's going on with you guys and we'd love to be your guys's place to sit uh if i do want to shout out the unsubscribe podcast absolutely love them i get a lot of inspiration from them i listen to them almost daily all the time (laughs) if you are bored out of your mind i do recommend jumping over them after this episode and listening in on them well we can link it right where do we want it right um probably above my hand right there because i was the one that brought it up so thanks guys and we will see you next month thank you Mm -hmm.